Hello, 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 and welcome to Fuck It Friday. My name is Connor, joined as ever by Jackie. You get no words this week. Why? Because you made me do that intro three times. That wasn't my fault. You're the one to blame for that because you forgot to mute yourself. Maybe. Possibly. Yes. And then you said something inappropriate the second time. You're the one who typed it. (sighs) Hey, don't, don't blame me. You're the one who typed it. I did it as a joke. Oh, it's an inside joke, is it? Mm-hmm. Right. Right, okay. Well, anyway, hi. Hi, how are hello. You? Good, how are you? Uh, you know, living the dream, as always. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been? <sighs> stressful. <laughs> Thanksgiving stressful. week, so... Been having to deal with, like, family and socializing and... Which is your forte. Uh, nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, well I, don't, I don't mind hanging out with, like, my Uncle Tony and Misty and stuff. It's just, you know, I don't mind chilling there. But I've been having to, like, do other things, like, take Zuko to hang out with his friends. And yeah. I have to talk to his mom. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it is what it is. Sometimes you've got to do these things. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, it's great when I get together with other moms. So judgy. yeah, you're not a mum person, really. Nah, the only mom I like is Shelby. Yeah, that's true. Shout out Shelby. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm good. Excited, nervous, tired. I slept for fifteen hours yesterday. Yeah. I feel tired and groggy. And what's funny is, like, you kept talking to me while you were asleep, too. Like, you were, like, yes, legit awake. Yep, So I, I thought you were asleep. awake this whole time. No. That whole time, like, I thought you were awake for a certain amount of hours. No, no. I remember the, the conversation. Like, I remember you asking me things. And I remember replying, but I don't remember what I replied. So. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, like, usually I can tell when you're, like half asleep or you know getting ready to fall asleep i've mastered the art of deception yeah because i muted myself and you were like do you mute yourself i don't know can't remember anyhow this week we're we're talking about dogs for the third time because (laughs) we've kept on putting this episode off like Mm -hmm. we keep on doing it so it's going to be a nice, easy one. Mm-hmm. Nice, easy one, as we're both very busy this week, for obvious reasons. Um, oh, I'm flying to England, just in yes. case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the obvious reason. Um, so I've got a lot of cleaning to do. Well, I say a lot, not that much. Not yeah. that much. I've been pretty good with keeping it tidy. Yeah, so. and I started packing, like, Saturday. <laughs> it's not too bad. Sunday. Doing it as you go. It's not a bad way of doing it. No, so It's better than having to like pack all at once. Well, yeah. It, I, th- I, I think it takes some of the stress away as well. Yeah. Even though you've still been running around like a headless chicken. 
Yeah, because I can't find my stupid fucking She's so stressy this week. Yes. She's on edge. And I've just been sitting there quietly, hoping that the wrath doesn't get turned on me. (laughs) Shut up. Whatever. (laughs) So, dogs. Uh I have a list here of noteworthy dogs. Okay, and I'd like to hear them all. Okay. Well, the first one is Peritas. Are you aware of this dog? No. Okay, so Alexander the Great mm-hmm. lived to fight another day thanks to his dog, Peritas. During an attack by Persia's Darius III, the warrior was charged by an elephant and faced almost certain death. The elephant was diverted when Peritas leaped into the air and bit its face. Probably on the trunk, I'd imagine. Alexander went on to forge the empire that became the base of Western civilization. Peritas's breed, Motassian, oh sorry, Molassian, is now extinct, and the closest modern relative would be the Mastiff. Hmm, interesting. Pretty I wonder if its name was per- Perita because, like, in Spanish, and I would assume like Italian or Greek or whatever, dog is. Something related to peril. Possibly, I mean, Alexander the and Great would have like probably spoken. Dog. He probably would have spoken like Greek, probably. Possibly. I think I don't know. So he just named his dog Little Dog. <laughs> yeah, even though it was a huge dog. I looked up the pictures, like to see what it was like, and it was a pretty big dog, like a mastiff. Yeah, a big I mean, dog, a mastiff but, is big. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the fisherman's dog. Uh-huh. Uh, if not for the unnamed hero dog of a fisherman, Napoleon Bonaparte may have met with a different kind of waterloo. Napoleon was exiled in 1815 to an island called Elba. While mm-hmm. fleeing the island, he fell from his ship into rough seas and was rescued by the fisherman's dog. The dog that saved Napoleon was reported to be a Newfoundland. Hmm. I have a story about a Newfoundland dog. Go ahead. So, the, it's a, it's the dog, its name is uh, Swansea Jack. He's a black Labrador retriever, although some believed him to be a Newfoundland dog. Uh, he got his name from living near the Swansea River in Wales. Um... So during the mid-30s, he saw a little boy drowning in the water, and he jumped in and pulled the boy to to the shore, and then continued to jump in and save people as time went on. He was a hero. What a hero. And he was awarded the Silver Cup for Bravery from the Mayor of London. And he even had the Silver Cup for Bravery. Cup. Yeah. Like a cup. Yeah. And he even had a statue of himself. The statue was made in his honor. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if he was the same dog that saved Napoleon. It started with a little boy drowning in the water, and that was just Napoleon. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Is there a statue for this dog in London, then? I don't know if it's in London, or maybe it's in Wales. Maybe it's in Swansea River. I, I don't know. The Swansea River. I don't know. My godmother is from Swansea. Fun fact. Interesting. There you are. Right at the south of Wales. Yeah, maybe there's um 
a statue of this dog down there? I don't know. Possibly. So the story of Old Drum. The story of Old Drum is a sad one. He was a black and tan hound that lived in Missouri. He was shot in 1869 when he wandered onto a neighbouring farmer's property and killed some chickens. His grief-stricken owner, Charles Burden, which is a great name, sued the neighbour in court. Mm -hmm. The case went through several courts, including the Missouri Supreme Court. Uh, during one of the trials, lawyer George Vest gave an impassioned sum summation that was later called eulogy of a dog mm -hmm. and widely circulated. It was this speech that first used the phrase man's best friend. A monument to Old Drum now sits outside the courthouse in Warrensburg, Missouri. And an annual festival is held in the town known as Home of Man's Best Friend. Hmm, interesting. Look at that. Dogs are just angels. Well, I was watching... Um, there was like a freaking TikTok that came up on Reddit. And it was like how an emotional support dog actually, you know, supports. And it was very mm -hmm. interesting to watch. And it warmed my heart greatly. I just love dogs. They're so empathetic. I mean, we had this conversation in the other podcasts. Yeah. You know. Just like dogs. It's just crazy. So I have this one here about Barry the St. Bernard. Um, he rescued over 40 victims during the course of his 12 years that event to this day. There's always a rescue dog named Barry at the monastery, monastery where he originally lived. Huh. And where was that? Um, it doesn't particularly say. It just says that it was a monastery huh. that he lived at. I'm guessing maybe, I don't know. Somewhere where it's cold, maybe in, like, the Himalayas or something. That is cold. He's a St. Bernard. That's a big dog. Big old yeah. Oh, dog. they're so cute. Like, Beethoven. I always think of Beethoven when I think of St. Well, Bernard's. True. I don't think I went to a Simbe home. I've never seen Beethoven either, but, like, not all the way through, really. I've Just, also like, not seen Lassie. Pieces. I haven't seen Lassie either. I, I don't want to, because it's going to make me cry. <laughs> okay. Dog, dog That's a good point. Everything makes you cry, though. Uh, especially if it has dogs involved. Like, yeah. that always makes me cry. Like, there's this Channing Tatum movie about a dog that's coming out, and I was, like, tearing up watching the commercial for it. Yeah. You're like, you're like a hormonal mother, like, every day of your life. Oh, you know. I happen to be a, a mother. And, and hormonal. Hormones. <laughs> the spiraling Who out of thought? control. Like a teenager. Mm -hmm. Oh, whatever. Not like a teenager at all. So, have you heard of Rin Tin Tin? Uh, yes. Yes. The but I don't know the start. I mean, like, I've heard about it, but not really. Much love. As one of the Hollywood... Uh, as one of the first dog... Hollywood movie stars. Rin Tin Tin did more than act. He was so popular that his movies helped save Warner Brothers, which was struggling with starving off bankruptcy during the 1920s. The beloved German Shepherd, shout out, was nicknamed the Morgues Lifter and the dog who saved Hollywood as a result. He reportedly received 50,000 fan letters every month 
with more votes than the Best Actor nominee for the Oscars. <laughs> After Ren Tintin passed away, Ren Tintin III, his descendant, became a recruiting symbol for the Army's K-9 Corps during the World War II. Interesting. This is interesting. I just love that it was a German Shepherd. You're yeah. welcome, movie industry. <laughs> You're welcome, Warner Brothers. They just are amazing. Dogs are great. I love No, dogs. just German just... Shepherds. Give or I take like any other dog, but just give me a German Shepherd. Yeah. So, there's this uh, greyhound named Jasmine, um, who was a stray, stray dog, um, and this cop had found her, right? And brought her to a wildlife sanctuary where she was nursed back to health. And um, she's not like most abandoned and abused dogs. She was very gentle and nurturing. And as soon as she began to feel better, she immediately began helping other strays that had come to this sanctuary. Uh, she was a foster dog mother to puppies, kittens, foxes, chicks, guinea pigs, bunnies, and even deer. Like real life mother goose. But I don't... Yes. Yeah, she's a great. <laughs> Why does that so confuse when I said that? Uh, yes. <laughs> Why well, I, I I don't know. I get, was Mother Goose like a foster mother? I, I don't know. She was evil. Mother Goose? No, Mother Goose is like the, the loving. I don't know, like the loving mother image. Oh, I, I think. Guess. I don't know. I thought she was evil. Um, Why yeah, would no, someone no, called no, Mother that's... Goose be evil? I don't know. I mean, that goes to show you how sweet dogs are. Yeah. She was just a little stray dog and a little stray doggo, and she ended up nurturing so many other animals. It's a very nice story. Heartwarming. Do you want to hear about Ramen Noodle the Poodle? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so this poodle has, like, no arms, all right? Um, I mean, no dogs have arms. I mean, like, come on. Front arms, front legs, whatever. Legs. They've got four legs. Whatever. Noodle the Poodle doesn't have front legs. Has they got little wheels? No. He stands like a noodle. Isn't that cool? Oh, he just stands up. No, that's... I don't like that. I don't like seeing animals that walk <laughs> on four legs. Stand He's up so... and walk around. It makes me feel like, ugh, that's not meant to happen. He had, he had lost his front... See, on here it says he lost his front two arms in two separate accidents after breaking the be bones beyond repair. That's an unfortunate dog. Or maybe a dumb yes. dog. Does it say, does it say no, how... No, I, I don't... It doesn't say how he lost his, his uh, legs or anything like that. Um... But he apparently came back to good health and never lost hope and learned to walk and hop around on two legs and um, that he became an example for positivity. Well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. See, the problem I have with poodles is that, yeah, they look cute and everything. And I know someone who has a poodle mm -hmm. and I've, I've stroked him many times. But the thing is about stroking a poodle is that it just doesn't feel like stroking a proper dog. It feels like stroking a sheep. 
I like sheep. I don't like sheep. But Noodle the Poodle doesn't look like regular poodle. Like, he's got curly hair, but he looks very soft. Well, I mean, yeah, the dog that I know is very soft, and, you know, it's not an unpleasant thing to stroke him. I'm just saying it feels like he's stroking a sheep. I don't know. His hair doesn't look... He looks like he's maybe half poodle. You're looking at me like I'm absolutely mental. Yes. Okay. Oh my god, I would love Noodle the Poodle. I would love the shit out of that dog. Yeah, just because he's homely. Yeah, exactly. So, Balto the dog. Of course, everybody knows about Balto. Do they? Yeah. There's a whole movie about Balto. Is there? This is the first yes, time I've ever I'm heard about Balto. I'm pretty sure it's on Disney. Well, I thought it I was think it's awesome. A Disney movie. Do you know what year it was? Like, I don't know, when they were exploring Alaska or some shit. It was 1925. I was going to say it's 1920-something. <laughs> diphtheria was raging in Alaska. Yeah. So they sent a team of huskies uh-huh. from Anchorage to Nome. Yeah, it was like a huge thing, yeah. I never knew about it. So when I was like, what? "Hell yeah!" That's You've awesome. never seen the movie either. That came out like shit. I had to have been a kid when that movie came out. Look, I don't like animal movies, dog movies generally because they're usually too like predictable and chirpy. Like they're just way too happy. You're so ridiculous. The horror. It's Why like can't you happy. just, like, watch a happy movie about a dog who succeeds? Why do you have to watch an unhappy movie about dogs? I don't want to watch an unhappy movie about a dog. I well, then you should want to watch a happy one. I want to see a movie about a dog that has good story. Yeah, and Balto is a good story. Because, let's face it, there's only so many things you can do with a dog. You know, dog saves a person, dog gets run over, oh no, dog recovers, yay. Or unless you're the sick people who created Marley and me. No. The ones that made Hachi. I think that's based on a true story, actually. Marley and me is based on a true story as well. I used to like her, bud. Oh my god. Marissa loved the shit. She used to want to be a dog. Oh, I know. That's why it's funny. I know. And she never listens to this podcast, so I can tell all her dirty secrets about wanting to be a dog. Yes, you can. She used to, like, come up to the side of the couch when I would, like, have people over, and she would sit there and go, ruff, ruff. So weird. I would bark at me until I would pet her, and then I would just sit there and pet her, and I would tell her, okay, go away, and I'd push her on her forehead. She still does that now. Yeah. (laughs) And my mom would do her makeup, like, makeup on her face to make her look like a dog. The best would be, like, when she would take a nap, she would take a nap uh, and wipe the nose off, but not, like, the eyebrows. So she would have these dark chola eyebrows on her face. <laughs> so good. Oh, that would look She'd so funny. She'd just be angry. Because she was angry such a cute eyebrows. little kid as well. Yeah. Not so much anymore, but yeah. No, no, she's terrible. So, if you've heard about... Whatever his name was, Balto. Mm-hmm. Balto. Have you heard about Laika? I think I have. Okay, what do you think you know? 
I don't remember. Like, I, it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Well, Neil Armstrong's first step onto the moon uh-huh. may have been spurred in part by Laika, a sweet-tempered stray from Moscow. Both the Cold War and the space race between the United States and Russia were at the height on November the 3rd, 1957, when Russia launched Laika into space aboard Sputnik 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't the, that dog stay in space or some shit? The United States was lagging behind Russia before Laika's trip to space, but her travels signalled the nation to step up its game. Laika was nicknamed Mutnik, by the press and repu- and rapidly became one of the most famous dogs in history. Sadly, she died from heat and stress just prior to re-entering the Earth's orbit. Oh, that's horrible. I hate it that. I hate that they launched a dog into space. Like, what's a dog going to do? Why? I mean, why any animal, to be, to be fair? Why yeah. should an animal have to do the job, you know, of the, a subject, of a, human. of a human's creation? Mm-hmm. You know, that's just us abusing our power. Like the monkey. Yeah, monkeys, rats. Animal testing should, well, just be banned straight up. I think so too. It's a very... But it's also very unethical to do treatments on humans as well. Not people who are consenting. Yeah, true. Someone gives them a, a, a perfectly rational, you know, functioning member of society. If they say, okay, yeah. I approve to do this, then what's the problem? I agree with you. I don't think they should do animal testing at all, but they need to figure out a way to test things. Yeah. I mean... Without harming people or animals. As heard on the podcast, I have rats. Mm -hmm. You know. So, before I got rats, I was like, you know, rats, whatever... You know, I've only ever seen the big brown ones, really, in person. <laughs> and let me tell you, some, Sewer of those, rats. some of those fuckers are big. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing one like the size of a cat on Preston Docks. It was huge. <laughs> gross. Oh, God, it was massive. It was so, so gross. It was so big. Um, But yeah, now that I've had rats, I'd be like, obviously, brown rats, I'd be like, no, thank you. You are rather dirty. <laughs> But, you know, these rats are brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're funny. Too. They're, they're funny, they've got personalities, they're very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's how I feel on animal testing. That's a good detour, didn't it? Yeah, just Oh, and bit. dog farms okay. should be fucking banned. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Like, about culture or anything. It's fucking barbaric. It is, it's horrible. I hate it. Like, there's one thing to breeding animals, and then there's one thing to having, like, a farm. For no, I'm talking about, like, in, like, Southeast Asia, where they actually what? eat dog and stuff, and they've just got oh, dogs up, up in cages and no, just horrible you. conditions. No, thank you. Like, that's, it's a massive culture thing. Like, it's not okay for us in Western culture, but in their culture, it's fine. It's gross. You know, but. It's barbaric to me, which I suppose is a natural way of thinking about it, because I'm from the West. Maybe. Probably. Could be a possibility. I mean, it just... I don't don't understand, because dogs are just so smart and so kind and sweet. Yeah, Yeah, and it's not like... I just don't see it. 
It's not like people in Southeast Asia haven't used dogs as companions. Yeah. Because they have. Because they do. Yeah. Well, I mean, did you hear the program I was watching the other day when I was talking about the emperor of like either China, uh, China or no. Japan? He used to keep these little dogs up the sleeves. Like, and they had big old loopy sleeves. And yeah. they used to keep them there for an attack. <laughs> like, they'd shoot They're the like, dogs. Go, go, dog power. Yeah, yeah like, boom. <laughs> shoot, shoot them out the sleeves. And the little yakka dog. <laughs> it's fucking great. Like a little tiny chihuahua. Yeah. I can't remember the breed of dog that it was, but yeah, it was Probably ridiculous. Probably like a Peking or something. But that's fucking great. I want that. Be better if they had one dog like, just strings. like <laughs> just pull them back in. Like like a little leash is attached to them. Yeah, that's fucking great. Like, but how are you sitting there with the dogs like that can't be comfortable? No, they said they did it for warmth. The dogs or the Chinese. The Chinese people, or Japanese, whoever it was, they used to do it for warmth. Like they kept them the sleeves and they put their arms down, and they just kept kept them warm. A little radiator, <laughs> personal radiator. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard about a, a seeing eye dog? That it rings a rings a bell, but I'm not overly certain what it is. You don't know what a seeing eye dog is. Is it a dog for blind people? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so there is a seeing eye dog for a dog. Okay. <laughs> so there's these two dogs, um, Buzz and Glenn, right? Glenn the Jack Russell Terrier is blind in both of his eyes, and Buzz leads him around all day. What if poor Buzz has just been... He wants no part of this. He's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, don't put me against him again. Ugh. <laughs> Such a burden. I don't think so. I mean, it's... I feel like dogs probably wouldn't do that, like... Wait, so what kind of dog is Buzz? Buzz looks... He looks kind of like a pit bull. He's got that marbling color... He just looks really fat. But okay. I think it's because he's old, because he's got a white muzzle. Is there enough space on his back for, what was the other one's name? Greg? What was it? Greg. <laughs> Glenn. Glenn. I mean, yeah. they're both above each other. But is there enough room for little Glenn to ride on his back? Because that would have been funny. Probably. Nice. I think so. Glenn, Glenn's a little t- uh, Jack Russell Terrier, so. I've never seen that before. Small. Like, a dog weeding a dog. I've seen obviously like the blind dogs with like circles around around the front yeah, of their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring that up. Have in. you seen those? Yeah. yeah. Somebody created created that for blind dogs. I would have a blind dog. Disabled dogs, as they were. Uh, mm-hmm. they're pretty special. I love disabled dogs. They're just they don't like they don't judge anything. They're just living, you know, their best fucking life. Like, it's true. They're just no care in the world. I mean, there's a dog. There's a guy. There's a guy who walks his dog, um, in the park in my house, mm-hmm. and he's always just pushing it around in a pram. <laughs> like it's this giant like pram, uh-huh. and he always just pushes it around with this dog in it. 
Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah. Must be old or something, or I, I don't know. But there is also Maybe. there's, a, there's a Dalmatian with three legs that I've seen a few times. Yeah, you told me about that one. I and can't wait to see it. The little, uh, I don't know what it is. It's a little dog that's that's got little scooty wheels on the back. <laughs> you have quite a few disabled dogs in your area. Um, that's true. I th- I I see this guy that walks around here. He lives up the street. Um, he's got three little chihuahuas. But he's always carrying one of them. <laughs> like, he takes them out for a walk, like, a couple times a day. Surprisingly, because they're little dogs. They don't really need, like, that no, much exercise. No, they don't. But he takes them out all the time. And he's he's always carrying the one. <laughs> and maybe that's his pocket jewel. Maybe. I mean, I've seen it walk, like, once or twice. But most of the time, he's always carrying it. Like, 98% of the time. I mean, I'm fortunate to live somewhere where I actively see loads of dogs. Surprisingly, I see a lot of dogs in this neighborhood. That's a good thing. Yeah, there's a lot more dogs here in this neighborhood. There's also the dogs that bark continuously throughout the day. Yeah, my neighbors, that they have like five dogs. Yeah, and there's, there's a certain time of night as well when they like to go out and bark. Between nine and ten. Yep. <laughs> Every Between night. <laughs> Every night. So, have you got any more stories for me? Um, no. I mean, we have Hunter, a new addition in the house right now. Oh and yeah. Then, uh, he's gorgeous. Miss... Oh, he is, and he's so sweet. He's just the cutest dog. He's got like a half tail, and it's so cute. It is. He was born that way. It's like and he's then... trying extra hard. Yeah, it's so funny because you watch and you see his tail, but his tail like goes in a circle when he wags it. <laughs> it's like like a helicopter. <laughs> and a freaking takeoff. He's just so sweet and he's so loving. He gets he's a so very many very pretty dog. I, I really I really like his coat. Me too. And he's soft and sweet. And then Mr. Moose is coming here in a few hours. Oh, I forgot about Mr. that. Mr. Moose. Yeah, he'll be here for a few hours. My dad said he would be here early this morning, and that was a lie. So I'm very upset. <laughs> oh, is that why I've been so grumpy this afternoon? Maybe. Because I need my moose caboose, yes. Well, you're going to get the cuddles. Is he going to sleep with you? Maybe. If I kick Zuko out and be like, Zuko, you got to go. Sorry, dude. you can't, you got to sleep in your own bed tonight. i got moose. He just falls asleep so quick. Oh my god, yes he does. Like, the other night I was, he was like, okay mom, it's 11 o'clock, and he rolled over and <laughs> gone. Just, I'm like, how do you do that? It's a superpower. Can you tell it's awesome. me? I've never seen anybody fall asleep that fast. Like, literally within a second, he closes his eyes and, but, gone. I wish. Sometimes he, he just like, as soon as he stops moving, just gone. Yeah, but he gets that from you. Sometimes you're like that. One minute you'll just be wiped out like that. And then the next minute you're just gone. <laughs> Eyes open, looking at the TV. I look at you again. I'm like, is she asleep? Or is she just looking at the TV? I do that a lot. <laughs> it's 50-50 at the moment. Well, the only time you can't tell is like if I'm if I'm not doing anything. Like if I'm just sitting there 
Well, yeah, because yeah. your your hands are occupied. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, it's a short one this week. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning, we are pretty pretty busy this week. Exactly. So we just wanted to jam this in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, next just... time we speak to you, we'll be together. It'll be awesome. Yes, we'll be together. We'll be recording from one microphone in one yes. room. Yes. Very, Probably that's driving each other crazy. So much better, like better for editing. Ah, it is. Yeah. No sure. sync. It's okay. I'm gonna show you. Well, anyway, we shall um, shall talk to you next week, in good spirits. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.